I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad. Is sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Dick Lee bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Packs, exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. Nerves are shaking. Uh, we, is, I wish you could see the video, man. It's, it's good looking, and um, he's got a personal mission to make other men blush. He will either <laughs> compliments or hug uh, to get you to do that. Um, and, and man, I've just become uh, good friends with this guy. I'm just excited to talk to him and, and get his story out there. But uh, this guy was a leader for us at uh, the mess hall. Uh, it's helping with some of the West sector uh, leadership uh, duties. And um, I think he's good with Christmas lights, but I don't know. We'll have to figure that out or maybe just lights in general. But our man, uh, Bald, is on today. How how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much. Um, just for the opportunity. Thank you for your time and Pony's time um, for doing this, really. I mean, this is such a good opportunity. Um, not only for, you know, for people like me who've been in for a couple of years, but, uh, new guys as well, just to, uh, uh, get to learn some of the redwoods and some of the quote unquote orange woods I've heard. So, um, no, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, Hey, I, you know, so, um, some guys may know the story, but I would love, you know, take us back, uh, who we ate, uh, how, what was that first workout like? And, um, would love to hear, hear the official story behind the name Griswold. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so the EH part, um, it goes to wide, right. Um, and it was something that, you know, we had grappled together. We'd done jujitsu for a couple of years together. And he kept mentioning, um, it's, you know, Hey, I had a, just an awesome workout this morning. And I never, you know, he never like expanded upon it. It was just, oh, I just crushed this workout, this and that. And then and I follow him on Twitter for a while. And, and, uh, I remember seeing his post that he, it was his VQ or something and that it was grappling, a wrestling and jujitsu focused or something like that. I can't remember exactly what the terms he used, but of course I was like, Oh, I was like, Hey, what is this? You know, this sounds up my alley. And I, I was going back and forth him on Twitter. I was like, am I going to survive this and that? And he's like, yeah, for sure. So uh, it, it was his VQ it was at top rope. Uh, it was August 26, 2020. Mm. Um, so kind of the, um, you know, summer of, of COVID if you will. Um, and yeah, so the first workout, yeah, his BQ, it was uh, top rope. We did a bunch of like goofy stuff that I've literally never done since his BQ. <laughs> the, the whole workout was right in the front of the building. I think maybe we took a, a lap around the building and then everything was right in front of it. Um, it was, uh, it ended up being part of it was a group grinder. And I specifically remember um, I had Othello and also honey stinger in my group so i mean if your first day and if you got those two guys in your group um you're gonna be probably one that comes back so um but yeah so so it was a great workout um 
and Griswold for my name. So I still do this, but I've, I've changed focuses a little bit since then. But uh, my one of my main focuses in my job is uh, bid and spec, commercial and industrial lighting. So um, looking at blueprints, helping contractors stage any type of lighting projects um, and things like that. So that's how I got the name Griswold. I have no idea who said it. That that day was a complete kind of blur that morning. Um, but it was a great workout. Great, great guys. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. So it was easy to come back. Heck yeah. And so the jujitsu, you know, my favorite memory of that is I feel like you and I were on a pre-run one time and you like, you told me I needed to try it because I, I may just benefit mm-hmm. from, from getting my ass kicked. Uh, <laughs> I do want to know, so from a fitness perspective, I mean, was the workout challenging or, or like how was it? Yeah, it was. And um, I've said this to a lot of different people, like, and in, in, in anybody who's grappled before, people like Armbar, JC, uh, and Pony, um, and, Seema, and some of the uh, some of the, the Dip brothers, both of them are in, in, in wrestling. Um, and I know there's a few others, but it's a, it's a different kind of shape. Um, and F3 was totally different than, than jiu-jitsu at that time. Um, I started training jiu-jitsu in – uh, December of 2017. So I'm coming up on like five years. Oh. Um, so I was like three years into jujitsu, but again, it was COVID, uh, training was sparse. It was kind of guerrilla style, like, you know, in somebody's basement with two mats that weren't taped together and it was kind of wild or in a warehouse, um, you know, a couple of days a week with just a couple of different guys. Um, but yeah, that, that first workout, uh, it was challenging. You know, I wasn't sitting there um, you know, doing any, any push-ups or Merkins or burpees or any of that kind of stuff. It was just pure grappling. So, uh, that part definitely was challenging. Um, I do remember my first pre-run, uh, you were there, um, <laughs> you and Tater, uh, kind of took off and it was being slow pitch, um, kind of in the back and it was at West side and I made it down um, the hills through the neighborhood just fine, but coming back up uh, was one of the worst experiences of my life. Um, I, I I just remember like just trying to survive, like getting in that David Goggins mode, like starting to talk to yourself. And uh, th- there's two things that I really remember for that. One, uh, the first thing that slow pitch, actually the only thing he said to me uh, was at the end of the run. And he goes, I'm glad we didn't have to speak during that. Um, so, so that was good. And, um, the second thing which went unspoken, but has kind of become, um, something really, really important to me that I've learned from F3 is, uh, picking up the six. Mm. Uh, so that day slow pitch, I mean, he was, you know, 20 yards ahead of me and he'd come back or, you know, then he'd get up 50 yards ahead of me and then come back. And, uh, I just remember that. I remember leaving that saying, uh, I'm going to do my damnedest to become that guy that he is for me today. Mm, right and on. so, so running, running wasn't a big part of my fitness journey. Again, uh, going back, actually what we now know is the whetstone. Um, during COVID I was at home between like early April to the Monday after July 4th. And during my lunch hour, I would actually go to the whetstone or Elkhorn Ridge middle school and, I'd do some hill sprints. I would, you know, run a couple laps around the track, do some bear crawls, things like that. But, um, um, yeah, that first workout and, and actually the second week of F3 was probably the hardest. 
Mm -hmm. um, because uh, Wide Right told me, hey, we're going to go do this thing called Iron Packs. I was like, okay, that sounds cool. And uh, we were 15 minutes late to Westside. And um, it was, <laughs> I think it was the EMOM workout. It was the one where we had like 200 big boys. I ended up getting like this giant rash on my ass from doing the big boys. Uh, <laughs> we did like, like, like 300 uh, or 200 like lunges. We're 15 minutes late. Everybody's like, you know, standing around waiting for me. I just remember getting done and telling Wide Right, like, bro, like a little heads up next time. Would have yeah. been nice. I, I still probably would have done it, but geez, like a little heads up would have been great. So, um, but yeah, sorry to yeah sum all that up. Um, I guess I was in shape, but not F3 shape. Hmm. So yeah. the short answer to that. Yeah, IPC is amazing. I still I still can't believe some of the guys that like their first post, like uh Bloodshot, his first post was at IPC day and like Seriously? Yeah, and he came back. I mean it was like I, I you know, I don't know. Um you know, I so um from a fitness perspective, I mean are you a guy do you, do you have like fitness goals or are you trying to get a six pack or beach you know, beach body or what what's been your position there? Or are you just trying to just trying to stay healthy enough to, to eat I'm, the, I'm, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be the one guy that outkings my queen. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> um I we've talked about sandwiches, potato chips, uh Chucky and I, we're big candy guys. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm I, I'd hate to take my socks off in a doctor's office, man. I, I'm afraid to be tickling them and find out I got diabetes or something. Um no, I, I no, nothing like that to be honest with you though. Um I, I've only, in, in all seriousness, complete transparency, I've set one goal, one specific goal in F3 for myself. And and that was after, uh, you know, probably a year and a half of doing pre-runs and really working hard anywhere from three days a week to six days a week with pre-runs. Um, and I, my goal was during the apex. Mm. And this was probably, I don't know, maybe my third or fourth apex in i was just like i'd really love to hit like a seven minute mile pace for two miles like i'd never done that before um and i'm not a, a distance guy i know two miles isn't too terribly long but it's still a distance run and that was my goal and i hit it once and i was like cool that was it but after that no man i really um I really haven't put any specific goals on myself. I just, I kind of fall in love with the work and, and, hmm. and that's my trophy for doing it. Yeah. No, I, I love that. And everybody's different. You know, my, I can't set too many goals where I'll get fixated on it and get pissed when I don't meet them. But, um, you know, so, so wide, right. Uh, I, I, he's a great, great dude. And um, I know we all miss him, but he, so he brought you in. Right. And so you mm -hmm. kind of went around with him for a while. Yeah. Um, when I look at you, the kind of F3 word that comes to mind is, is exhortation, right? Which means encouragement on steroids. Like I, you're just this mm. guy that, I mean, you say it, right? You're trying to make other guys blush because you're, mm -hmm. I tell people like, hey, I see you and I see you doing great things. And were you always that way or how did the fellowship progress to get you, like, how did you kind of work your way into some of those relationships? That, that's a really good question. It's something that um, even like I've been working on personally with my M um, like growing up um, loving, totally loving family, um, great parents, um, you know, have a good relationship with my brother. 
but saying those things like encouragement or I love you or, or just those things that mean so much from your family was not something that was ever communicated to me from the time I was a child to an adult. It's actually only recently, I'd say even since my kids have been born that when I leave a, a family dinner or something with my family that my mom says she loves me, mm. you know what I mean? Um, and so now being with my, my wife, we've been together for 15 years, married for 13 and her family is the exact opposite. And every time we're there and we leave something, it's, I love you and hugs and this and that. And, and, and so that was like really hard for me. Um, and still to this day that I'm working on is communication like that. Um, so to me, it's something that I put forth um, in my mind every day that, um, I I'd like to brighten somebody's day. Um, I have a lot to be thankful for. And, um, when I'm thankful for something, it makes me feel positive and I want to share that with other people. So I, I, I get a little goofy. I like to give a lot of hugs. I know we're practicing hugs with you. We'll get them figured out. Um, um, so that is, that is something I've been really, really, um, intentional about. Um, again, with communicating uh, mentally and physically with that. So, mm. yeah, I, and it's it's been helpful, I think, getting me out of my comfort zone, right? Because I, I don't even know how to hug very well. I actually, <laughs> what I've started doing is I've been hugging everybody. You know, when we go around the circle at the end, I'm not giving fist bumps anymore. Everybody gets a hug. Uh, that's that's how it goes, man. Free, man. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, no, I, that's awesome. So you, you feel like just with that mentality, then it's pretty easy to, the second app or the fellowship piece was pretty easy for you. Yeah. Where would you find yeah. It? yeah. No, uh, I, um, the second F for me again, I mean, this is going to be not anything, uh, earth shattering with, with everybody else that's been on the gloom, but you know, that's really, that's what keeps everybody coming back. Mm -hmm. Um, there's so many people, I mean, I, when I first started, um, you know, I was uh, kind of hanging hip to hip with wide, right. And it was, you know, he, he's not going to go anywhere uh, other than, you know, five minutes from his house. So it was me traveling to West side, um, you know, pretty much every week just so I could go out and, and get with him. But, you know, a lot of my stuff started there and, and, and getting to know all those guys in, in that kind of sector. And then obviously with the amount of growth we've had in the West, um, uh, both North and South, um, has just been tremendous getting to meet, um, you know, all these guys I've got to reconnect. Uh, one of the guys in my shield lock was somebody, you know, I used to work with and we've reconnected through F3. Uh, the other guy in my shield lock has been somebody that I've tried to get hip to hip with, um, you know, since I've just been noticing how much he accelerates and how much he pushes me. Um, and, and just in general, just, I mean, there's just so many guys around that, it's so easy to let yourself, um, you know, get inspired by all these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they're just, it, it could be just one little thing they do or say that, um, you know, how do you not take it and, and better your own self from it? Mm. You know? No. And is that, you feel like coffee pre-runs kind of the, the typical, where, where are you finding the best place? Yeah. So a lot of the coffee stuff for me has been difficult until fairly recently. Like now I'm going to coffee almost all the time. Both my kids are in elementary school. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the morning guy. I'm the morning shift guy. Um, so I get the kids ready. I get breakfast going. I get lunches packed. Um, I take them to school and then my wife, has the dinners and, and pick up and all that stuff. 
Um, so for me now, yeah, it's like spending, you know, I don't get to work till, I don't know, eight 30 or something like that. But before it was like, Oh, you know, and I'm in operations too. So I got to be there. You know, I, I don't have time for coffee. Some of the places that I travel to, especially on Tuesday with the mess hall was, you know, a hundred blocks from my house, you know, it's a 15, 20 minute drive after the workout. So, um, how much time do I really have to spend? Um, but yeah, no, to answer your question, definitely pre-runs, um, and definitely coffee. I mean, even again, I know people say, yeah, everybody's got five to 10 minutes. And if you do, you just find out like, I don't know what it is. It's like I, everybody just gets that ego wiped from them, you know, during a nice workout and then you're chilling around having coffee and, and shooting the breeze a little bit. And that's, that's kind of where the magic happens. Yeah. Tell me, I, cause I, I know like with IPC, there's a, there's an extra layer of fellowship, mm-hmm. right? Because the, mm-hmm. I mean, most guys are just, you know, on their back by the end of that. Um, mm-hmm. and that's the same with Apex. I mean, what's, what's the fellowship like when, when guys come out to do Apex? Dude, I mean, again, I think, I think it, it, a lot of it is what you put into it. I think you can make any beat down that you're at as hard as you want to. I think you can make Apex as hard as you want to. You can, I know for me, after the first couple, you know, like first one, you're going out there and you're trying to just, you know, go ballistic for every single, you know, a- a exercise and every single challenge. Um, and that after a few of them, you know, maybe you kind of focus um, a little bit on one one thing that's specific. But I, I think just going out there and and seeing a challenge in front of you and, you, and, you know, some people may not look at that as beatdowns, but when they get to Apex or IPC or something like that, now we got something specific. Now I know what it is. Is it time? Is it reps based? You know, this and that, that changes people's mindset. And I think that when people do that and they have that mindset going into uh, something like that, it, it does add that extra layer, just saying that, man, you know, I, I, I completed this thing. I did this. Maybe I did it faster than what I thought I was going to be. Maybe, you know, like a- Apex specifically, maybe I did more team workings in, in two minutes than I thought possible. Yeah. Um, so those things, um, I, that, it, <laughs> I tell you, man, that's what I do. I don't, I, I, I've never been one of those guys uh, that has ever cared about my time. There's people out there that they, they got to know their time. They got to know how they stack up. Uh, against other people in, in F3 Omaha, uh, where they land on the apex list, none of that has ever mattered to me. Uh, just going out there and just doing that challenge and and seeing other guys do the challenge. Like I remember, uh, I remember we got Muffs to do an apex at Mission Forge. Dude, just absolutely crushed it. You know, and I, th- I feel like part of him was maybe like, I don't know what, you know, like in the parking lot, like we're doing the intro. He's got that look on his face. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. <laughs> you, know I mean? you know what I mean? But uh, just seeing those guys like do that um, uh, catch up this year, catch up specifically in IPC 2022. Nobody, absolutely nobody inspired me more than that guy. Mm. you know i mean dude just absolutely came out and crushed every single ipc there was this year and also helped proctor some of them so shout out to shout out to ketchup man i love that guy yeah i you know apex is so funny i i did it one time and i heard a little bit of strategy for me there like don't Mm -hmm. don't try to go hard on all of them because that's what i that's what i did and then basically Mm -hmm. i realized Fine, Chernobyl's the king, and I'll just and I guess no mm-hmm. black one, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, whatever. 
uh, I did it once. I need to go back out and do it again. But uh, hey, hey, I, I still own one record. If we're gonna talk about records, I still got one record, and I think it's the hardest record out of all of them. That's the Sprint Hop Carry. Oh, really? And was, my record is one minute and thirty-one seconds. So if y'all like, if y'all like to beat some times, come out there and beat it. One thirty-one. There y'all go. Each talent. I love that. <laughs> um, what's uh, you know? So I, I think what's really cool too about F three is we, like you're saying, with the challenges and you know, first half, second half. I mean, we we're open to all men, right? And we're really trying to mm-hmm. do that. Um, in the, t- the different types of workouts that we offer. And, and we also do that with uh, kind of how we view faith. And, you know, I, I know, um, I know, you know, some of your story, but, you know, just curious if um, you would share, you know, kind of your, your journey and I'll, I'll call it maybe your journey, uh, spiritual journey or your faith <clears throat> journey. Um, Cause I think there's some overlap there, but would you, would you be willing to share with the guys kind of what your, yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess we'll start, um, this has been quite some time, but, um, I, I have suffered from severe depression, um, through a, sh- a shorter part of my life, mainly in my early twenties, um, failed suicide attempt, um, spent the better part of three weeks in, um, uh, Richard Young, mm. which uh, is, is no longer around, but. Uh, for those of you who may know it, um, scary place. Um, and I'm also, um, a former addict too, a uh, former drug addict. So, um, those things, I, I, I haven't come out I, I, with the, with the addiction I have just because other people seem to talk about, it. it's not something I lead with in a conversation, but definitely not something I shy away from talking about. Um, until recently, uh, the failed suicide attempt, um, hasn't been anything I've talked about before. Um, it, it didn't come up and didn't seem appropriate at any other time until, um, lately some of the mental health stuff has really come forth. And, um, so I feel like, uh, in those kind of situations, if I don't share, I'm doing a, a real big disservice um, to that person or to whomever that might be. Um, but you know, I, I, it's, it's one of those things for me that I look back, um, now, especially, um, with, with my severe depression, um, it's hard to even recognize who I was at that point in my life. I don't know, you know, what, what exactly kicked it off. Um, I don't know, um, what had changed in my life, what got me to that point. All I know is I got there. And at this point now, um, I, I don't even recognize who that person is anymore. Same thing with the, with the drug addiction. I was, uh, you know, addicted to crystal meth for nearly four years without anybody knowing about it. Um, I hit it for my wife, um, was, you know, using in my house every morning, uh, before going to work, I wasn't doing anything out of the ordinary, like partying late or, you know, cheating on my wife or things like that. I was getting up early using coming home and knocking out chores like crazy. So, you know, maybe my wife was like, Hey, this is not too bad. And then, you know, maybe realized uh, eventually that, yeah, it was bad. Um, 
No, but the, you know, those are things that um, uh, are, are a part of me. They're part of my story. Um, the only thing um, in full transparency that we talk about this that I hope doesn't happen is that they become too taboo for somebody not to either talk to me or someone else or share uh, their own story um, uh, within the group. Because um, a lot of the times when people are in those positions, what they typically do is don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, and, and you're never going to get um, um, help or get better or feel hope um, if you don't. Yeah. So. Right on, man. Yeah. Th- and thank you for sharing that. You know, I think the, uh, first of all, I love it. Uh, <laughs> I know you love it. <laughs> you know I, love it. I, I was waiting. I was waiting to uh, say it. <laughs> uh, no, I you know. And that, that last part that you said, I really do love that because so, so I remember when guys in F3 first started sharing and I, I remember being a little concerned, like it's my, my experience. So in your face that a guy who's going through something that's different, may think, well, my thing's not that bad, so I'm not going to share it or ask for help or, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want my issues or experience to make some other guy, like, diminish somebody else's thing that they're mm-hmm. going through. Whatever they're going through is significant for them, you know? It's just, it's mm-hmm. different, um, you know? And I, it's, it's interesting, like, how do we talk about things but create the space for somebody to say, I'm struggling with that right now, you know? Um, um, I'll tell you what, it's really, it's actually pretty easy. And it, and some of those things get so complicated and so convoluted. I have learned something. I'm not a very smart person, but I have something, I have learned something in that space. And that um, you say simply, I don't know exactly what you're feeling, mm. um, but I, but I've been in a similar situation. Yeah. And that, yeah, it is, it is. And, and going back earlier, uh, talking to my wife about feelings and things like that, she has asked me on numerous occasions if I am a serial killer, because I tend to lack empathy, which I don't lack empathy. I'm just not good at communicating. (laughs) So I'm trying to do better, but yes, uh, no, I I do get that because, and and it kind of, it kind of goes back into what I was saying before about being a taboo topic because, not a lot of people have been there when you say, Oh man, I'm feeling depressed. It's like, do, do you, do you really like, do you just feel kind of sad a little bit? Or do you like, I mean, have you thought about like taking your own life? Cause I mean, there's, there's, there's different, there's different levels to that. And it can be, it's it, again, it can be a little bit taboo of a topic. And I, I just hate for somebody not to share something like that, even if it's in private. So anytime I'll tell you what, the first time I remember somebody openly talking about addiction in F3 was Sparty. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about drinking and how he um, had recently given up drinking. This was at the combine when he was a psyche there. Yep. And I specifically remember that. And I was like, that guy's been there. Okay, cool. Now I got something in common with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's talk about if I'm having a rough day and thinking about things I shouldn't, that's a guy I'm probably going to reach out to. Yeah, for sure. And that, and that, I think when you share too, you, you create those, you know, kind of mental, like, okay, like I know that guy's, I'm similar to that guy. We have a shared mm-hmm. experience for sure. What, what about um, faith or kind of your spiritual journey? What does, what does faith look like to you as you've kind of went, gone through all of that? And, and yeah, yeah so um faith is an interesting journey for me 
um, grew up, grew up in, uh, I didn't go to Catholic school, but grew up Catholic. Um, I did all the things that growing up Catholic would do. Um, Sunday school, CCD on Wednesday nights, church on Sunday. Um, and then I remember my dad saying something really specific. He, he went to Creighton prep for two years and then finished at Bellevue high. That's a long time ago, obviously. But he was like, once I got to a freshman in high school, um, I didn't, I just stopped going to church. I was like, Oh, okay. So I, I, I was confirmed Catholic and that was probably, uh, that was freshman year of high school. And that was probably the last time in my life that I'd regularly attended church. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of punk rock a little bit in those times. So going to church wasn't cool. Um, I didn't get it. Um, there's still parts of it. I still don't get, um, but what I have learned and what specifically F3 has allowed me to communicate, not only to you because you ask important questions, um, was how did I get to where I'm at with faith and what do I actually believe in? And that's not something specific to me, but what I have found out that feels natural to me is I say prayers every day. Mm. I, I, I talk to myself every single day. Um, I am genuine, genuinely uh, thankful for, for all the men in F3. Uh, I'm grateful um, for my life experiences to this point. I'm one of those people that if I'm four years old, if, if I died tomorrow, I, I, yeah, I would totally miss my kids and family and everything like that, but I could still die happy. I feel like I have led a pretty incredible life thus far with a lot of happiness and and there's a lot to be grateful for. So these days, especially in the last two years with F3, um, I've really taken that time to be intentional um, about that. Like I, I always, I always enjoy like when you ask me like, you know, what, what should I be, what should I be praying for you about? Or, or, you know, what's that like right now? So I just appreciate, you know, those conversations and, um, you know, the church and and things like that. I know it's, it's something, um, I have a mild interest in getting back to just mainly for my kids, um, to get that, that background and things like that. There's certain things I agree and disagree with, with, with just church in general. But for me, it was just, taking that moment, taking that time and, and just being thankful and grateful for everything that's around you. Because if you look at it, I know, I know there's a lot of things going on in F3 and F3 in, in their guys' life um, right now, but there's a lot of things to be thankful for, man. I mean, we get this opportunity every single day to get up early and, and just get out there. We got a car, we have, uh, you know, a house or an apartment or something like that. We've got money to go have coffee. We got food on, on the table. When you get past that, I mean, like, you're, you know, what else do you got to be thankful for? We have all the things we need. So um, that's where my faith comes in. And, and I've been, well, I'll tell you one of the things that I'm getting very, very, very comfortable doing that was really hard for me to do at the beginning was praying people out. Oh yeah. I yeah. felt I dude, I I'm I'm telling you, that was to me scarier than even a VQ or 
coming up with a workout or delivering a COT was like, how do I pray? And to me, that was one of the things I first noticed. Like, I, I don't know who it was. Somebody put me on the spot, but you know, like, I'll tell you some of those first ones, like I would kind of, you know, hide, hide my body. Hopefully they don't see me and call me out to pray everybody out today, you know, cause I didn't know what to say. And it happened. It really did. It happened one time. And I just was, it just came right out of me. I was just like, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for everybody here. And that really just stuck with me. And it was like, okay, I get it. You know, that's what it's about right there. I mean, there's, yeah, there can be more to it for, for, for everybody, but that that's the baseline. That's hmm. it right there. So yeah. that's where I'm at. I, I love that. And I, and I really do love that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd say that, <laughs> you know, for the, for the, the two or three long time listeners, the grid is one of them. You've caught on to my, my I'm trying to break it. I don't know. I don't have anything. I like that's when I really like something, I'm going to say, I love that. <laughs> but I, when, I think what's cool there is like, I, I think a lot of guys, like I always try to find somebody to pray that like, I haven't heard pray before, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like everybody knows tonight show can pray. Right. Like I don't, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and there's, so. there's some, there's some people that are just really, really, really good at it. And I don't think I'm one of those people yet, but I'll tell you what, if you ask me to anything that comes out of my mouth is going to be truth. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I do. It's a, it's an interesting thing that we like, that's an opportunity to lead in a space that for mm-hmm. some guys is not, they haven't prayed out loud in front of other men before. And there's, and it's the same as everything else we do, right? There's no, there's no judgment. There's no like, you know, it's, it's open all men, right? It's all all of the the core principles, right? For for every part of the B town. Exactly. Um, you know, I also like what you said because I hear in you when you when you're talking, right? You're you're passionate about leading, uh, not just you know, you're passionate about leading your family well, but you're also passionate about leading in the community and, and within F three. Uh, and you mentioned your VQ, and I know you you may still have some heartburn or resentment about uh, at least two guys <laughs> from your VQ. <laughs> I wonder if you uh, would love to just hear kind of kind of in the base yeah. of leadership. Oh yeah, I so, love telling this story. In fact, yeah. if, if if I hope he's listening right now. Um, no, so my VQ it was the uh, it was uh, October. It was the what do we call them? Boo, boo on the queue or something like that. Yeah, it was boo week. There's secret. Yeah. Secret cues. Yeah. So I was Sunday, uh, 7am at Oracle. Uh, and this was, this was the old site, um, at, uh, at Aldrich. And it actually started out with you, uh, pairing me up with, I think it was slow pitch. I'm pretty sure it was. It was slow. No, no, no. It was originally slow pitch and okay. slow pitch had something come up and that, and then we changed it to Brazilian. So I got, I, I hadn't actually, I don't even remember if I even met him before, but we were talking and going back and forth and yeah, you know, I'd been to and I'd already been through freaking iron packs, you know? And I was like, okay. I mean, I could come up with just one of these ridiculous VQs, but then it struck me. I was like, gosh, rat, you know, I've been to Red Wings a boatload of times already for the Murph. And so I went back to Brazil and I go, dude, what do you think about a Murph surprise Murph on, on Halloween? That's a good, you know, that's a good scare for everybody. Right. And he goes, he goes, I don't know exactly what he said, but I'm pretty sure it was something along the lines. Like that's such an asshole move. I love it. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. so we ended up doing that and <clears throat> I dressed up as Clark Griswold. I had a I had a um I had a uh uh a sweater on, I had a tie, uh shirt, slacks, I had my Santa hat on, and a Brazilian uh dressed as cousin Eddie with the robe, nice. and that was about it, in the shoes, and drank a Miller light and had a cigar for the Murph, which I think was completely impressive. He had the whole, he had, he had it the whole entire time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, to get back to it, um, we had two guys. Um, I think uh, for sure it was Ponzi. I know for sure it's shocker that he left uh, a Murph. Um, and I can't remember the other, one. I think it was roll bar maybe, which roll bar I know has done Murphs before. So maybe he was just trying to make, Ponzi feel like not such a big of a wimp as he was. Um, but yeah. And then the other thing that really, you know, really stuck with me about that and what they left, first of all, in somebody's VQ, but then we go to coffee at karma after that. And he's sitting over there, you know, glad handing everybody and having a gay old time. And I was like, bro, what, what the hell, man? You know? And he was like, Oh, da, da, my costume, something, this or that. I don't know what he was saying. I wasn't listening, but I was like, whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that. maybe I a little resentment. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. No, that's, yeah. <laughs> no I just I like that story. I do like that you chose mm -hmm. for your VQ. Um, tell, tell me a little bit about leadership, though. Like, as we, you know, so we're, we're a you know men's leadership fitness group, right? Mm -hmm. We want to reinvigorate male community leadership. I mean, from your perspective, how are we doing with that? What What do you see as well, or what What should we be focusing on doing different? Um, what we're doing well, um, giving the guys opportunities, um, to be themselves, to be creative with VQs. I know it's kind of a running joke lately in the last year, but I, I'm, I'm not kidding you. Some of the hardest beat towns I've been to in the last, you know, year, year and a half have been VQs. I mean, mm -hmm. these guys are coming out and just absolutely crushing people. Um, but giving them that opportunity and, um, you know, that really, that really kind of is that next step. You know, we, we, we kind of joke again, you know, we've had conversations, uh, you and I, and also, you know, as, uh, with some of the leadership team about some of those guys saying, you know, what is next? And I think that starts with, you know, the guys uh, hit, you know, when they first, when they first come in as an FNG. And I think the, the next step is let's get that VQ. Um, and I think that progression, you know, and it goes down the line, um, that's where we get to hear their stories, which is something that resonates more than the workout itself. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think that some of these guys, I, and that's why I preach a lot of times. So if you go back and you, to your question saying, what can we do better? I think we need, I think we need to focus on getting some of these new guys um on the cues more there's a lot dude there's a lot there's a lot of guys i i've seen for the first time yeah. there's a lot of guys that have been posting for a few months that I, I i've never been to one of their workouts and mm. and and with my transition from former site queue into to sector leadership my focus has changed and now i'm i'm looking i'm specifically looking for that i know we got stripes uh, what is that Thursday this week? Thursday. Yep. Uh, we, we just had our boy, Mr. Deeds who crushed his VQ mm -hmm. at Coronado yesterday. 
Um, though, I got to hear from those guys, man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I got to hear Mr. D's story. You know that guy. You know his background. I yeah. need to hear that story. Everybody needs to hear that story. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know stripes that well. I can't wait to hear his his cot. I yeah. can't wait. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, what you know, we we are we are the the formula we have. It works. Okay. If it didn't, we wouldn't be where we're at right now. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, sure. We we got a lot of guys that are interested in it. There's a reason they keep coming back. Um, and, and we just need to we just need to push them a little bit more for those VQs. And man, that that's what really gets them. I think, in my opinion, I know that's the one thing I got me that when you're standing in that circle for the first time and you're a little bit nervous, you don't sleep that much the night before. You know what I'm talking about. I know you're a seasoned vet now, but I know you had your first VQ, right? No, for sure. Yeah. Well, and that's what you know. I think like adding that giving the guy that experience, right. To like connect mm-hmm. them more, you know, so that it, so that it's harder, right. It's when you've led a workout, you feel like you're more a part of, and then it's harder for you to kind of, you know, back off and slowly drift away and nobody notices. Right. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. where's that guy? You know, I, you mm-hmm. know, I think, um, you know, when you think about like just F3 Omaha in general, right. We got, I don't know, 16, probably close to 1700 guys that have posted at least one time. Mm-hmm. So our issue, or and it maybe not issue is not the right word, but our our we don't really have issues getting guys out one time, right? It, like mm-hmm. you know, but we're trying to reinvigorate male community leadership, which doesn't happen with just one post. And so mm-hmm. you know, you're you're absolutely spot on getting guys to VQ and 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 then getting them to Q the second and third time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. We we all um, and I'm trying to do better at just not putting myself on the Q schedule, right? That's something that uh, we all. Guilty. Guilty. (laughs) You know, I think it's it's how do we open up the schedule for those new guys? But Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're thinking about uh, how some of the the things that you maybe have learned in F3, uh, how do those, uh, does anything translate like to how you lead your family or like Concentrica, any of that stuff? uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's, um, I know we talk about living third Mm -hmm. and, 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 I've been living third for a while. Mm-hmm. And the reason because is from addiction mm-hmm. and uh, not being there for my family for a long time. And I was kind of forced, um, thankfully, into that position because if I didn't, uh, I would have lost everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, it's great to me to hear that. Um, be spoken and being in literature for people to read about living third. Um, it's just something that to me for a few years before F3, I was already doing, but didn't know that's what I was doing. And it wasn't until F3 that I was like, I've really noticed that that's, that's it. That's how it works. And and getting out here again, it, it all starts with the workout. If we're not doing the workout, none of this works. The faith doesn't work. The, the, the fellowship doesn't work. Uh, so getting out there, doing that, and then following it up with the fellowship, uh, learning from other men. Let yourself be um, um, inspired by people. Um, you know, I, I try and learn something from somebody every day, especially that's why I love listening to COTs. 
yeah. hearing people's stories, hearing hear what's tough for them right now. You know, sweet, I've been there. What's your best practice to get over it? Boom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to incorporate that in my life. Um, so I don't know if that answers your question, but. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely does. I, you know, I think it's interesting, right? Cause it's, I mean, we are, um, the, the way that this works is every guy is going to take uh, some different things. It's funny. Cause I'm, I'm thinking back to Brazilian episode and I think we call it the F3 buffet and, and, uh, yeah. you know, um, and, and so it's interesting just the connection between the two of you and kind of some similar, you know, like, Hey, this is how, how this works. Right. What, mm-hmm. um, anything come to mind when you think about favorite POTs? Not to put you on the spot, but could be yours or, oh. or anybody else's. Everybody always picks slow pitch, I think. It's, I mean, dude, he's like, that dude just spews wisdom, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, one of my favorite COTs, actually, no, it's pretty easy for me now that I just thought about it for a split second. Um, Ms. Hard Hats. Mm. Um, after his mom had passed away. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that at the, uh, at the armory. Um, that's besides his earth day workout, that's probably, uh, the most memorable workout I've ever been a part of it. What the beat down was, it wasn't typical hard hat. It wasn't just absolutely crushing you the entire time. Um, but he had these exercises with a group in a grinder and he, the questions he asked, he had these little questions on there. And it was, um, you know, some of them were really, really goofy. Like, if you could, you know, be in a bathtub full of your favorite food, what would it be? You know what I mean? Right. And then the other ones would be like, what's the hardest moment of your life? <laughs> like, what's the most despair you've ever been in? You're like, oh, my gosh. But what was cool was that nobody was apprehensive about saying their answer, whatever the question was. Obviously, there's icebreakers with the easy and funny ones, but you know, getting to those other ones. And again, man, that's why it's so important to keep these newer guys um, at the forefront because we got to hear those stories, man, because that's, that's just what keeps it special. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, his COT, I mean, there's been some phenomenal ones that you just leave and you're just like, Phew. You know, um, uh, and one of the other most wasn't even COT, but one of the most memorable moments I've had was uh, was my my last post with Nugent. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Iron Packs week one of 2021 at the combine. Uh, dude was right next to me, just crushing the entire time. And he got done, huffed and puffed for like two minutes and then just started screaming at people. <laughs> and I was just like this dude, you know, and um, but yeah. Yeah, that's my answer. Yeah. Oh, I am curious. Uh, advice. Mm-hmm. You've been uh, a site queue, phenomenal leader. You've led Apex. You've you know helped with IPC. Now taking on some more leadership responsibilities. I mean, what what sort of advice um, do you have for site queues? Maybe the packs. I mean, how how do we tackle this kind of maybe it's retention or getting guys to DQ? What what's your advice there? Um, just be yourself, man. Um, be yourself, be yourself as a site cube, be yourself as a, as an FNG, be yourself as, um, uh, a sector leader. Um, I, I think that that's why people, again, the fellowship works. Um, we find out after the fitness portion, uh, your personality coffee. Um, we have all these opportunities, um, to be ourselves 
And if you don't take it, if you're just quiet in the back and it's like this, I tell you, man, I, <laughs> if you're at my queue, I'm actually wrote a queue. I'm queuing tomorrow at main stage. Um, my focus is Michael Myers, who is my favorite movie character of all time. If you know me, you already know that. Um, but I'm talking about letting my freak flag fly. Yeah. Like, thank you to F3. Like I'm obsessed with it. And again, if you don't like the workout, that's fine. Cue your own workout. But I'm going to, I'm, I'm focused on Michael Myers tomorrow. I got a mask. I got an outfit. I got everything going. You know what I mean? So be, be yourself, man. Um, that's why, um, people just keep coming back. I've, I've found a few people, um, that I've known that are in F3 now, um, that it's just so good to like reconnect and just hear some of their stories from, you know, early twenties at the bar scene to now we're, you know, I'm 40, but they're approaching 40 and life with a wife and kids. And it's just, you know, um, it's just cool. Just so if you have the opportunity be yourself, um, let that freak flag fly. I guarantee you, man, we'll, we'll support you one way or another. Heck yeah. I like the preview, the preview of the, uh, yeah. you know, it is, right. It's, it's like, let us, let us love you for who you are. Right. And mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, and listen, I, oh, listen, man, there, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing special about me at all. I have uh, a story. Um, I have uh, a present right now and I still have a future, um, which I don't know what that's going to be, but, my present now, you, you, a lot of the packs know me, um, especially in the sector that I'm at. Um, but I have a pass that's, um, it's got some asterisks in it. It's got some, you know, tick marks, you know, well, have I been perfect my whole life? No, not even close. Has anybody, I haven't met them yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. so don't be afraid. You know what I mean? Don't be afraid to, uh, you know, say those things in your COT. Don't be afraid to say those things at coffee. If you hear something, then that resonates. Let's talk about it. You know what I mean? So yeah. those, those things are special. So for sure. Well, and that's yeah. where I think, you know, you talk about iron sharpening iron, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we, we can't sharpen this polished version of yourself that you're pretending to be, right? So just be yourself mm -hmm. and let, let mm -hmm. iron sharpen iron, right? If you, if you say yeah. something off the wall, somebody's going to call you on it and say, Hey bro, let's, uh, mm -hmm. let's, you know, let's correct that. But like, you know, like that's where I, <laughs> I tend to be kind of a loud mouth because I'm just, I'm hoping that somebody will tell me, Hey, you're an idiot. Quit talking like that. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, so I do. And, and I apologize because I, I didn't um, ask you about mess hall. Uh, mm -hmm. and I want to get your thoughts on that. Um, so you took over mess hall from our man, wide, right. Right. It's, it's, mm -hmm. He was moving, uh, handed it off to a, a phenomenal him uh, in Cosmo. Mm -hmm. Tell me about just the, you know, leading the site. I know there were maybe some days where, uh, you know, I think every site queue goes through like a, why aren't my numbers as high as I want them mm -hmm. to be? Uh, like talk us through that experience from your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So from the, from the beginning, um, wide right, uh, he launched, I believe September 14th, uh, 2021. And I took it over. I'm, pretty sure it was like the first week in November might've been November 1st, actually. Mm. Um, but he ended up, so at the time I knew that he had interviewed for his job in, in Beatrice. And it was kind of like one of those things that like, Oh, you know, cool. If I get it, it's super good opportunity, you know, why wouldn't I, you know, at least, you know, throw my name in the hat. And, it, and nothing really materialized for a couple of months. And then it was like, okay, second interview and 
okay, now they might have an offer and things progressed. And then he accepted the role and he had just a tremendous amount of stress on his hands. Anybody would, he's got, you know, a, a new baby. He's got another young child under the age of I think six at the time. Um, you know, and he's got a wife, which, you know, what's her job going to be? Where are they going to, what, what is she going to do? And to move all that into a new city that they're unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. And I saw some of that weighing on him a little bit and he had a very full plate and he had to start traveling more um, to Beatrice. And so I just recognized that just, you know, being, he's one of my best friends in the world and just talking to him every day. And I just noticed that that was wearing on him. And I just simply asked, I was like, Hey, I know you're going to have to give this thing up eventually. Um, If it helps you, I'd be more than happy to take it off your plate. I know it's not a whole lot of responsibility, but it's at least something, you know, like if he's not going to be there on Tuesday, like, I mean, he's like, Oh, you, you know, you don't have to worry about that. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. So we did that again. We, I think we did it November 1st uh, for the flag pass. So yeah, so he launched and then um, I took it over and it was, um, you know, the winter was, it wasn't too bad, but I did notice a a couple of times. I'm sure I shared this with you and I shared it with others. I know Huffy was the one who particularly made me feel better about it. But I was just worried about, you know, gosh, we're only getting six, seven guys. And it wasn't like the workouts weren't great or the cues weren't great or any of that. It was just like, where's the numbers at? You know, am I, do, am I doing something wrong? Do I need to be doing something better? And, and Huffy told me right then and there, he's like, dude, that's exactly why I come here every Tuesday. I, I, I like those groups. I like the six, seven, eight guy groups. Um, the mumble chatter's high. You get to actually know people. And, and most of the workout, um, if not all of it is spent together. And, and I, and I took that home and I just kind of let it resonate for a little bit and was like, gosh, dang it. You know what? He's got a really good point there. Mm -hmm. And and that kind of just changed my mindset on the mess hall. And it, it really, I tell you what, man, it was really bittersweet for me to kind of hand that flag off to Cosmo because it kind of felt like my baby a little bit. I was there for, I led one of the pop-ups. I was there for both the pop-ups, obviously there for launch, supporting wide right. It was something that I had seen from the beginning. Uh, shoot, even with the talks about the name for it. There's a bunch of names he had for it and, and all that. So going through and shit, we were voting with him and his, his brothers and stuff. We are like, yeah, mess all. Let's go with that, you know? And um, so, so, you know, down the line now, thinking about new leadership, um, one of the challenges I faced there was most of the regulars um, were former psyches or current psyches. And we only had a few guys that were, were, were pretty regular that, um, that weren't. Um, Cosmo stood out. It, there, there's, a, there's a laundry list of reasons why for him. But I'll tell you the most important for me specifically, and I shared this in my COT at our flag pass, was that he was a guy that I looked forward to being around. He, 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 listen, man, he checked, he checked all the boxes that you want. You know what I mean? He, he's reliable. He's, he's a phenomenal shape. Um, one thing I like that I'm not is he's like super creative. He's, he delivers a great beat down. Um, and so 
I'm, I'm thankful that he ended up taking it over. I know he's a little bit reluctant at first, um, but he's jumped in. I tell you, he's – dude, he's he's doing great, man. I'm seeing the numbers down there. I'm seeing kind of this glow on his face. I'm so happy he took it. I really hope that he looks back at that time and was like, gosh, you know what? I'm really glad I took a step out of my comfort zone. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and, and just and just led that site. He's going to do great things. He's going to do a lot of things that I wasn't able to do with it. Um, and that's what good leadership should be. You should be surrounded by, you know, people that are better than you or do it better than you, you know? So I'm, I'm happy for Cosmo. I love that dude. I was just texting him the other day. I was like, dude, I just got a new pair of ultra running shoes. You know, I can't wait. He's a big ultra running shoe guy. So, um, no, nah, man, I love that dude. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. Well, and it is cool, right? I mean, and so many of us, have, you know, stepped into that leadership opportunity, and no, none of, nobody's ready for it, right? You know, so <clears throat> kind of this misconception of like, well, am I ready? Am, no, you're not. But <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, right? The, the structure of this group, like nobody's going to let you fail. Uh, no. and it's fairly um, straightforward, right? The responsibility. So, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. He's a great pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I do want to be respectful of your time, uh, but I also want to give you a chance to kind of share um, – you know, what's, what's going on now in your life that maybe we could encourage you about or pray for you for anything, uh, as we see you out there, we, we could, uh, just tap you and say, Hey, we're thinking about you or give you some encouragement. Yeah. I, I love this question too. And, and me being who I am, I'm, I'm never going to ask for something I don't need. And so right now in my life, um, I, I have no complaints, I have happy kids, healthy kids. My wife is happy. She's in her new role, doing well. Work is going good for me. But things, um, the one thing that for me that if I can't ask for um, is just to keep that energy high so that I can uh, keep using my strength, which I think like you talked about earlier, which is, is high encouragement for guys. Um, and, and just, just, just to keep that going, um, again, it's something I've been intentional about, um, you know, it's some days, you know, maybe it's uh, February 2nd and it's eight inches of snow and it's 445 and I'm like, what the hell am I doing out here? And I don't, you don't want to be happy, positive person. I want to hide behind my face mask and my, you know, <laughs> gloves and all that. But, uh, no, man, for me, just, just, uh, just, you know, clarity and, 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 you know, hopefully being somewhat of a, a candle out there, a light of some sort for somebody else. So I appreciate that. Thank you for asking. Should we, if we notice your stash is getting long, should we worry? I know there's a- no, no, it's coming back, man. Okay. It's coming back. Yeah. I just started it last week. <laughs> I know. I think we all know what it means when it's freshly shaved. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. No, my, I, I give my wife, I like, it's every couple of months, like I'll let it grow out. It'll get pretty long. And she'll be like, can I trim that? I'll be like, yep, for sure. She'll trim it. Then she'll be like, can I trim it again? Yep, for sure. And then she'll be like, can I just get like a little break? And I'm like, yeah, you can get a little break. Cause then if I keep, if I keep that like recycling, I can, I can keep the stash for, you know, maybe six, seven, eight months a year. So. Uh, but you, you, you're my inspiration. Oh, dude. No, you got a great stash, man. Yeah. I like the way it folds over your lips on the side like that. Hey, you got a pretty mouth boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, we, maybe we'll yeah, be- hey, man. Hey, hold on. Are you blush? Uh, no. Yeah, you are. But- yeah. <laughs> My kids, 
I don't know. Uh, I, I absolutely love you, man, and this has been great. And I think, yeah. uh, I think you mentioned it, but I just want to reiterate. I mean, if a guy is out there dealing with anything uh, that that maybe they heard or identified with from your your story, you know, I think even what you shared about your family growing up, mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of guys can identify with that. As we're talking about Concentrica and Q Source, and like, what what was your what were your parents like, you know? Um, but I, I hope guys heard you say or offer uh, to, to connect with you. Cause I know um, you're always encouraging and always a safe place just to bring forward those, those thoughts or um, ideas. Would love it. Would love it. Would love it. I, I relish an opportunity like that. Again, I won't probably be the first one to just come out and blurt my story out. I know I've talked about my addiction a little bit, but if, if that opportunity arises for something else um, again, it's, I, to me, I repro- I approach those, those topics as more respectful of the other person rather than what I've done myself. But so yes, please, please. Thank you for, for putting that out there. All right, brother, let's do uh, we'll do a little name uh and pony. Um, Pony's not here. If you didn't notice, it wasn't just me controlling his mute button today. Mm. He's <laughs> uh, not here. And it sounds like uh, Pony and Grizz are due for a, a grappling match. Is that? Anytime, man. He didn't want to show He didn't want to show up because he's scared. Is that? I probably, man. I dust him up, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start us off here. Brandon Flaherty, 36, The Plague. The Plague. And we got Chris Hoffman, 40, Griswold. Um, and it's she's a beaut, right? Or what's the uh are you serious, Clark? Are you serious, Clark? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks for your time today, brother. This was love good. you, brother. 